Say What? Say What Radio Show. With no agenda, it's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. And welcome to the Shungite. No, Say What Show. <laughs> Sorry about that. Say What Show. March 6th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard. And we have our co-hosts, as we call them, Barbara White and Jean Rockefeller. So, um, Jean is right here with me. So I'm going to uh, just introduce her right now. Well, I don't have to introduce you. You've been on this show. They know you on this show. It's Jean. She made it. She actually extended her place. We don't know if she'll ever leave. <laughs> anyway, say hi to the... Hello, everyone. Hello, Barb. Hello, Dolly. Hi, Jean. Oh, wait a minute. How I've got to mute. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, you're unmuted. Oh, hi, Jean. Great to uh, talk to you. You too, Barb. Again. Yes. And Dolly. I'm going to give you a call about my two kitties one of these days. Oh, you have two kitties now? Yes, Mousy disappeared at Christmas last year. And so oh, now I'm so sorry. Well, it was, a, it was a year ago. It wasn't just this last no, Christmas. It, it, was, it was... No, yes, but because she's... And she'll tell the rest of the story. But I just didn't want you to think that it was just that recent. Oh, okay. You know, it's only, you know, no. It was long enough that she had to have some more cats. Okay. Barb, tell the story to Jean. Oh, just oh wait a minute, wait a minute. We have to say hi to Dolly. Dolly, are you oh, here? Dolly. Is Dolly here? Okay. So she's not here yet. Hmm. All right, you guys chat. I'm Dolly. I'm it? here. Okay. Oh, yay! Yay! <laughs> yay. <laughs> no. Can okay. you hear me? Yes. yes. Where's your headset? Have you got it on top well, of your head? I got it on now. I was plugging it in as I'm hollering. Uh oh, there go somebody's burning. That's a fire alarm. <laughs> I'm gonna mute. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly's here. Dolly's gone. She's got to put out the fire. Uh, in her house, that fire alarm goes off all the time. Somebody uses the oven. The alarms all go off. Every time. <laughs> Maybe you want to move those. You know, I don't want to move anything. You, okay, all right. You don't have to deal with it. All right. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> Well, you know, I John and I own a, a security and alarm business, and we have, you know, our whole house is wired with everything you could possibly imagine. It, it's just a, it's a cage of electronics. And um, he put a, a, a heat detector in the kitchen. I'm like, why would you put a heat detector in the kitchen? You know that there's going to be heat in the kitchen. And has it gone off? Oh, yeah, lots of times. Yeah. I can't clean my oven. 
Because if I turn the <laughs> oven on, I'm like the fan's not, even though we have a fan right over the oven, it's not strong enough to, to pump the smoke because, you, you know, I wait so long. I usually uh, do it like oh, once okay. a year. So there's also smoke involved. Not just there heat, is. but yeah. smoke. So. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I, can, I understand that. And they put them in places where, you know, if you, if you blow out a candle, you know how it'll, you'll get that residual smoke out of a candle? Yep. That's enough to set off the smoke alarm. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, Sam is saying, have Russell install an exhaust fan by the... Well, there's already one over it. <laughs> over the it's, stove? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have one over the stove, too, over the oven, and it just doesn't... It, it's, it's, not, it's not powerful enough no. sometimes. Anyway. Uh-uh. Jeez, well, did we ask chat if uh, we're, we were on? Okay, you're not Well, bitching. we're on because Sam was asking me to have Russell install it. Oh, that's right, that's right. Okay, so they heard us. <clears throat> All right, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. I've got the chat room open now, so if I start to fade off and go into Zomzom land, you know, tell me I'm producing and doing the thing. <laughs> anyway, okay, so um, we were going to let uh, Barbara talk about... Um, the new kittens, because we have to have an update on our new kittens. Well, they're getting not so new. How how long have you had them now, Barb? Gosh, it's going to be a year in wow. June. Yeah. I, I was thinking April, but they were both born in April. Yeah. Yes, it was really weird. Um, you, you, you guys, I've talked to Nancy and Dolly about breath work, and I, I did, I told you what first began with the breath work about the life in Ireland. Did I talk about that? It's a horrible story. Well, I'm not well, sure I want to hear a horrible story, but if it was... Well, yeah, it, I don't really want to hear a horrible story. We, we don't story. like... No, no. You don't like horrible past life memories. Okay, well... <clears throat> Just sum it up without the details. But don't uh, make... Right, without the details. Um, no blood and guts and this. Well, it was definitely blood. And, um, all right, Zipper, <laughs> one of the cats, came into my life when I was experiencing pieces of this past life memory over a period of, I don't know, six or eight weeks. <clears throat> and um, when I, I came to the realization that my horse, my poor horse, and I want to ask you about this, um, Jean. Uh, in this life in Ireland, m- my father kills my horse, and um, he does it by slitting my horse's throat. No, 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 no. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, now that's, I that's, her. I can't hear her. Okay. That's, okay, so Zipper comes into my life right about this time, and I she won't let me touch her throat. And she was playing uh, one day and jumping, and she's got a white belly and white and she's a tabby for the rest of that and when she jumped up to play with this toy I was playing with her with and I realized she had this rust mark around her neck Mm -hmm. and inside the rust mark is a black line and it just came to me since all this was happening with this past life I just knew Zipper was my horse and I and how she came to me was really strange just like Mousy came to me really strange you know, Mousy had come in a shamanic journey, and I didn't want any pets. And um, 
friends had come to visit and I had just had this dream and it was or this journey and this cat was so clear and of course I asked the cat what its name was because that's what you do when you come pick up a new spirit guide and the cat said mouse and I thought that's really weird so he was gray and he had green eyes you know gray like a Russian blue and uh, so these friends came and I told them about the dream and they insisted we go to the shelter which I insisted we not, but we did end up there. And the first cat in the first cage in the exact position that he had shown up in my journey, which is a one o'clock position on the clock, you know. And, you know, it was Mouse, and he was the same cat that I had seen. And um, I reluctantly played with him and he was very friendly and uh, I left feeling very strong and very determined that I was just looking and I, I you know I, I wasn't going home with the cat and I obsessed about him all week long and I'm crying and praying oh dear god you know I don't want a cat please don't let him be there but I, I ended up going back that weekend and sure enough he was still there so you know mouse came to my house and um, it was so clear, and I never figured out who he was, because I knew, I knew he was somebody that I knew from some other time or other place. I didn't, I never did figure it out. And it was really strange to me, because um, he started writing letters through me to uh, the guru that my sister and I have followed since 1979. And she wrote back to him. Uh, and that was a very peculiar thing. And she would send him presents. I mean, I still have presents all over the house that she sent him. And one was this incredible blanket. It was a white plush blanket. And she had some artist. She wanted a picture of him. So I sent it to her. And she had some artist paint a picture of him in primary colors on this blanket, which wow. is sitting on my meditation chair. And it was just... It was not normal. Okay, so uh, last Christmas, this kid came to the door on Christmas Eve, and it was dark outside, and he wanted work. I live in a transitional neighborhood. And uh, I said, I don't have anything. It's Christmas Eve. You know, I'm leaving. And he got angry, and he argued with me, and I had the door cracked open because it was cold outside, and I couldn't talk through the, you know, the glass door. And I didn't know Mouse was gone until the next morning. You know, oh he didn't come to bed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I wondered if this kid, I mean, I went all up and down the neighborhood, you know, for weeks and called Mousy and, you know, looking for him. And I had seen him in a pile of leaves, dead, in a vision. And he would jump on my bed, you know, after he was gone, which told me he wasn't with us in the in life anymore. In fact, he just was on the bed a couple weeks ago, and so distinct. I mean, really, no, something had to be there because I keep my door shut, and the girls don't come in. I don't have them in there. And um, anyway, so I don't know if the one cat who's Cleopatra, Cleo the Claw. I don't know if she is Mouse or maybe not. But I want to ask you, Jean, I am so sure that Zipper is my horse from that life in Ireland. I mean, she's she wouldn't let me, you know how cats love their chin yeah. scrap. She would not let me touch her face or her, her neck. In fact, this week is the first time 
she's actually been very, very affectionate this week. And she hasn't, I mean, she's affectionate, but not real affectionate. She only sits on my shoulder, never has been on my lap. And, uh, you know, it's real rare that I can pet her face and not at all under her chin. And this week is the first time. So I'm thinking that she's getting to the point where she's not so traumatized about that throat thing, you know. I want to ask you, what is your experience with transmigration of souls? Do, I mean, I think it, I think it's true, but you maybe would have more experience with that with your ability with animals. No, they definitely, uh, they definitely can come. Well, it's interesting too that you said that there was a demarcation on her throat, and that's yeah. very common. That's that's very. I mean, people with port wine stains on their face or on their bodies. That's that's usually. Um, a, a signature of a previous an injury from a past life. I, I actually had a client. Um, a, he was a young kid. He was like 16 years old, and I, I asked his permission to to share this because it was so cool. Um, we were having a, a session, and it, I got this weird image in my head that he was he was cut off like right below the diaphragm, so it was uh -huh. just like the torso, and he was crawling around on the ground. It was a battlefield, and he was looking for his legs. Oh, jeez. And so I was able to kind of put him back together. And when I told him this, he just, his eyes got really big and he lifted up his shirt and he had this clear red mark all around his body wow. where it would have been where, like where I saw it was cut off. And if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I would have, you know, said that's a load of crap, but it was just, it was pretty crazy so the fact that the cat has that demarcation on its throat is yeah and it's interesting that you name the cat zipper too and why is that well if you think about think about the whole throat thing and you know nancy's getting creeped out but yeah it just it's an apropos name well uh. you know how I Name All right, themselves. let's let, yeah, we gotta stop talking like this. <laughs> uh, well, you know that wonderful horse who was the love of my life has come back into my life, and the question was, do you know transmigration of souls is that you know one one being can turn into another? People yes. turn into animals, animals turn into people, and, you know, horses turn into dogs and cows, and I know that's uh, at least part of the Tibetan Buddhist uh, belief is, you know, these animals come back in different forms and not necessarily the same kind of animal. Now, I just now, wondered if you had any experiences along those lines. Yeah, absolutely. I've had that, I've had that happen. I've had that happen in my own life where, where, um, you know, it's interesting. I had an Australian shepherd. Her name was Sierra. And um, when we got our dog, Minnie, Minnie's a, um, half rat terrier half beagle and um she has exactly the same she, sierra was a black tri so it's black white and tan and minnie's black white and tan with the same exact markings that sierra had everywhere on her body it was it was pretty crazy and when i asked her are you sierra she said no but i'm i'm a derivative so it wasn't it it wasn't like you know jump from body to body complete that one complete soul moving from body to body to body, but it was like a you know she said I'm I'm a derivative so there was other other soul parts or old soul aspects or essences whatever you want to call it, embody many. Huh. 
Okay, let, let's let's kind let's kind of leave the cat going. The cats. Well, we're not in the horrible part anymore. We're, <laughs> well, no, but there's some there's a lot of things that are happening out there, and I really want to um, address the the concept of where are we at energy wise, okay? Because I think that we're going through a tremendous acceleration of transformation, if you will. And the fact that Gene, the fact, the fact that Jean is here, you know, after all these years, and uh, that she can't seem to leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we've had some really magical uh, things happen, and you want to share them, right? No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah no, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, Jean was, when did, you got here Sunday, and then Monday, was it Monday you had a client? Mm-hmm. Monday, okay. So she's outside the, there's a, there's a awnings, and then there's a table, and she's outside, and she's talking on the telephone to, to her uh, client. So. No, it was Tuesday, no, it because was t- it was right before the show. Not that, that the day matters, but right. yeah. But wasn't, or did we, were we just sitting there? I thought it was after your client, but was it, were we just sitting there when we saw the, when we heard the rustling? Oh, that was Monday. That was that Monday. That was Monday, Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Okay, back up. Okay, so we're Monday, and we're just sitting out there. Mm-hmm. We were just sitting out there. And she's, I've got my, I'm facing the house, and she's looking into the yard. And all of a sudden, there's this, like rustling in the in the like, will you tell it you, how how you saw? Yeah, there was there was some rustling, and then I heard distinct footsteps. I mean, clearly it was it wasn't like an animal scurrying in the in the you know weeds or anything like that. It was um it was distinct footsteps, and then a little bit later on I heard this guttural sound that I initially thought was a growl. I thought it was um, Nancy's dog, but it and then when I thought about it later I heard it. it I determined it was like a, a guttural sound, but it was interesting because like we both of us could clearly hear footsteps, and then. Well, what I did was, and she actually thought at the same time I did, is to take a oh, rock right, and put time. the rock, you know, throw a rock in there and see what happens, mm-hmm. because this had been going on for about, about probably four or five minutes. Yeah, easily. So I pick up this rock and. I throw it high in the air so it comes down in the area and it's coming through some, uh, you know, vines and stuff. So it's making enough noise that if there was anything, it wasn't a big rock, it was a pebble type thing. If it was anything that was wild, it would have spooked. And nothing, just silence, <laughs> you know. And so then I hear, I hear it all, you know, again. That, and you feel like there's somebody there. So... Now I get up and I'm looking, and all of a sudden I see this motion above my head, and it's a squirrel. But I'm wondering, how did the squirrel get into that tree that way? And I just really didn't have an answer to it. But how I should have, should have started this out is to say, no, that's when you had the feeling of a the vortex entrance mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, that was before then. That was before we went out. That was like a, a little bit before then when I had that. I almost puked. Yes. Oh God, that was weird. 
She all of a sudden went, and then looked like she was going to puke. I was getting ready to duck. I thought I was going to have, you know, projectile vomit coming at me. I mean, it was seriously, it was like, wow. And uh, she just said, a Sasquatch transported in. No, because we didn't even think of Sasquatch at that time, did we? Did you? Mm-hmm. You did? Oh, anyway. See, see, being here, you know, you know, you guys, I'm a storyteller. I always get it right. And here she, I can't even remember. <laughs> so, um, but it definitely was something. And the only thing that I saw was a squirrel. So we get on the uh, Shanghai show with uh, Derek. And Derek lives up there in Washington where... We were watching, and oddly enough, a, sh uh, a Sasquatch show came on the TV, <laughs> and they were talking about how his area of that, the country, uh, sees a lot of these Sasquatch. And so, you know, Derek has had all sorts of experiences. He's talked about it often. So we started asking him specifically. And my question was, could a Sasquatch morph into a squirrel? And he went into this whole dis discussion of they can actually sort of like take over a body of a squirrel or a this or a that or whatever. Um, but, you know, the body, like a, like a dog, all of a sudden your dog... Well, it's, is, a, it's not like they're taking over, it's an agreement. It's an agreement. Yeah. Ag what to or operate. Yeah. yeah. But I, I didn't feel that. I said... Could could they actually transmute, change their whole shape, in, you know, shape shift into something like a squirrel? And he said, oh, oh yeah, they can do that too. And the squirrel, she asked me, what's the color of the squirrel? And I said, gray, because that's all we have in this area. But then she didn't say anything, but my mind went, was it gray? And I, you know, get this flash that no, it was more like a, a dark brown or blackish because I only saw the underbelly, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And um and she had thought it was a black one. She had she had thought she'd seen a black yeah. squirrel. So But I know uh, they're more common they're they're northern. But they're northern. Yeah. yeah, we don't have them down here. So then um I went over to the uh well I went out in the yard. I don't know what she was doing, but I went out in the yard and later on, a couple hours later and I'm going like Hey, you still around, you know? Because I knew, I knew, she knew by that time that Sasquatch was in, out there. And so, all of a sudden, I get, I get drawn to this one tree, and I said, are you in a tree? And Derek confirmed, yes, they can actually inhabit something like an inanimate object. So, um, Dolly, have you ever actually seen a Sasquatch or had any kind of you know, inter you know, interaction with them at any time in your life? I I've never asked. Huh? I just said hi to Dave's one time, but other than that, I leave them alone because they're bothered enough by people. But Dave knew some. Yeah, I'm, he had he had one that was on his property. That's Would right. I come remember. Come to him you. all the time. I sent him uh, M and M's. Right, Did, that's right. He loves M&M's, yeah. Yeah. Where did Dave live? Um, In Pahrump, Nevada, over oh, by wow. Area 51. Huh. 
There's a bunch of them. Uh, a Super bunch soldiers. Of, uh, yes, thank you. Well, that's interesting. So, uh, so, so how did you interact with him that one time? What was that? He just happened to be there and Dave was saying he was? Yeah, Dave was talking about him and I said, well, do other people talk to him sometimes? And Dave says, well, just say hi to him. So I said hi to him and he said hi back and, and he thanked me for the M&Ms and that was it. I don't like bothering Sasquatches. <laughs> They're sacred people in my world. And if they want to communicate with me, they will. But otherwise, I get so pissed off at these people. We're going to go hunting squatches. <laughs> well, you can take your squatch and shove it. That's my opinion on that. But I think sasquatches are very sacred beings. So I say leave them alone. I agree, Dolly. How about you, Barbara? Have you ever had any kind of interaction? Well, when I went to England and Scotland in 2014, I met this man who was a rocket scientist, literally, and he was extremely intuitive. And um, the next year we rent, he and his girlfriend, who is also there, uh, rented a house in North Carolina in the Asheville area and invited me to join them. And we went to the Gem and Mineral Show that was there. Uh, yeah. So this house was out in the middle of nowhere. And um, it was virtually, it was hard to get to because it was up this narrow road in the middle of nowhere. And uh, this rocket scientist guy had night vision, you know, military night vision goggles. And, um, you know, I go to bed at 8 o'clock, so it was pushing it when we were sitting out on the porch at night, and they were, they were looking for UFOs and, you know, night sky stuff going on with the night goggles. And we were sitting on the porch, and I'm just about ready to go to bed, and we heard beating on the trees, like a tree was being picked up and beaten on a tree. You know, they pick up large, this is one of the ways that, they communicate when they're start, you know, when they, I don't, I don't know a lot. I've read the books by Sunbow and, uh, shoot, I can't remember the guy's name. It starts with, it's like Kalazakis, but it isn't that. It's, oh, shoot. Anyway, there are four or five books out there, and I've read them all, and they're fascinating. And I agree with you, Dolly. But um, the only experience that I have had, we were sure it was a Sasquatch because they pick up giant logs and beat on trees uh, as a form of communication when they're beginning to connect with people. Um, so that was the closest I had. And I don't, I don't remember if they actually saw something with their night vision goggles. I know they saw a lot of night activity with UFOs or military ufos i don't know what they were yeah there's a lot of activity in north carolina but you know it, it, it's the massachusetts where i grew up which you would think that you know it's fairly well populated they have a lot of sightings and when my brother was let's see i probably was 16 17 so he was you know two years younger than i was he came home one day and 
him and his buddies had been out walking in the woods, and there were, you know, large packs tracks of woods, but not, you know, not like you see out in Derek's point, you know, part of the country. And he he looked shook up. I mean, he 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 didn't look like. I mean, he looked like he was shook up, but he didn't look scared. He looked more perplexed and kind of confused. But he's telling me this story about, and he's telling me where they were, and I know the woods, and I knew where they were, and that they had seen, and he proceeds to describe Sasquatch. But I'd never heard of Sasquatch, and I, you know, he just, as it's known now in my mind, yeah, that's what he described to me. And, of course, I had a rifle with him, a twenty-two, and they took a shot at it. I mean, it's like, what, what, what is the matter with human beings? But, um, yeah, so when I started hearing about Bigfoot, I was like, oh, my God, he must have really seen one of those. And, of course, back then they wouldn't have known what they were because, you know, we didn't have the Internet. <laughs> we didn't have the Internet. But um, there seems to be more and more sightings, more and more video. When we were watching that, show it was a documentary type of thing you know oh i know it was with the unexplained unexplained yeah with uh, william shatner and when they were dis- they were showing different videos and some of these videos are like yeah that looks exactly like you know i mm-hmm. mean it, it, there's a lot more of them out there i don't know and and this one guy what's he got three thousand uh casts of the bigfoot yeah something like that you know and you can't they've even gotten fur that couldn't be identified it was a primate but they couldn't identify so there i mean at this point in the game it gets kind of hard to even argue against what it might or might Mm -hmm. not be so um it's just kind of a fascinating place that what, what what What's changing? Are we changing? Are they losing their habitat? Are they trying? Are they evolving? I mean, you know, you don't know if are they dimensional, because mm-hmm. they, I remember reading this one thing about the Massachusetts Sasquatch, and how it just so happens that one was being tracked. A few people saw it, and then, boom! You know, like three miles away, it shows up again, but not enough time unless the thing was going like a hundred miles an hour running. Or it, you know, jumped. Yeah. But um, when, whenever we look at it, at these strange, odd things mm-hmm. that start to become scientific, you got to kind of wonder now, did all our thoughts about these things create them? Mm. You know? Or are we just c- catching up with a part of reality that has always been there. And, you know, how do we know? We don't. We don't. Yeah, we well, don't. Well, there's also if, a UFO connection well, to the to the Sasquatch. There's a lot of There does seem to be a lot of UFO action in the same area. That's true. Dolly, I was, did, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that that's exactly true. They are very connected uh, and have been connected for millions of years and are very much like the uh, Native Americans. You know, they're their sta- they know that they are their star ancestors. 
Um, according to, I remember the one one of the authors of these books is the last name is Lesperitis, and I'll when we have our break, I'll go and get my tablet, and I can tell you the names of the books if people had any interest. They're very very interesting, um, and I think they're probably true, because uh, I'll believe anything. Um, they are our ancient brothers and sisters. And they are showing up more frequently because they're very concerned, of course, about the planet. And that we're all going under if we don't do something. And they're trying very much to communicate with us. And they have a great deal of wisdom. And yes, they can shapeshift. And um, they come and go through portals. Um, and they can dematerialize. So, you know, you might see it and then it's gone. And that certainly seems to be what people have experienced. Um, so, the the ancient, ancient, ancient millions and millions of millions of year history is uh, in these books. The Sasquatch talked to these two people who are authoring, plus this Native American named Sunbow. And... Um, They talk about the same kind of things that Judy uh, Carroll has talked about. And there were beings that came here long, long before there were humans, and they were uh, insectoids. And they were very high uh, beings. Judy, Judy, um, Nancy, do you know about any of this stuff in the fish beings, the fish beings, the lizard beings? No, it was uh, all before my time. No, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> anyway, Jean, do you know anything about this ancient history of the actual evolution of life on planet Earth? Do you know any of that stuff? I, no, it, I do not. But if you do, please right. educate us. Um, this is not the only place that this information is around, but these Sasquatch books, the Sasquatch people have been here much longer than we have. And... Um, they they tell the real history of the earth and how life came here and of course it has to do with being seeded from other planets and i'm i think the first beings i can't remember if they were fish beings or insectoid beings but you know a lot of the ufo stuff talks about insectoid people or you don't know that yeah, I've I've seen um, yeah. like praying mantis beings that are just right. absolutely right. magnificent and loving, and right. you know, you'd, right. you'd see an insect and you'd, you'd like, <gasps> you know, but not it's not like that at all. They're very right. very highly evolved, very loving, and and we are actually we are actually derived from them. I mean, they are our ancient ancient ancestors. But if anyone is interested in that, I will get the names of the books and the authors and, you know, uh, I'll share it with you guys and somebody might be interested and want to read them. They're, they're really good, easy reading and fascinating. Somebody's yeah. messing with papers. That's Barbara. Oh. Yeah, it was my fault. I'm sorry. See, it was e that one was easy because you asked the question and Jean and I had our hands in her pants. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured it had to be Barbara. <laughs> well, it was funny because um, 
When you talked about the rustling in the trees, the first thing that came to me was a Sasquatch. And I thought, no, that can't possibly be because Nancy lives, you know, in, she lives in the woods, but she lives in a, in Miami, right? How yeah, but see, be? they, well, no, I've told but this story. Be- no, no, I to- I've told my, this story before, but one day the dog was very afraid of something in the yard. And no matter how many times I went out there, I couldn't see anything. And he it was just, he was acting very weird. So then uh, I sort of asked the universe, what is, you know, what is this? And right then and there, a Sasquatch hunt comes on or something. I went, Sasquatch? So then I went out there and I said, um, are you here? And I could de- definitely, when I, when I went into my energies, you know, feeling the energies versus re- then looking for something, then I could feel them. And I said, you know, what, what do you, you're scaring my dog, you know, what, what can I do for you? And they said, well, we scared the dog because we needed to get your attention. <laughs> so, okay. So they promised they wouldn't scare the dog and they, they, they come here in and out. And, you know, it's not like you have to physically see them. That, see, that's the key is that they definitely are an energy, very, very uh, stable energy body. I mean, there's different energy bodies that some of them can be uh, much less stable. Things they'll bump into will cause them to... No, these, these guys are like, they go through and their, their, their energy field just is so stable that anybody around them is affected by that stable field, just like people are affected by the Shungite. Same type of concept. And so they have links to beyond the 3D, to be that stable in their energy fields. And so when they let people see them, they're doing it on purpose, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Because I've seen them in etheric form. Not, you know, not in physical form, but in etheric form. Like, I, I went up to the barn one time to see Jack, and I knew there was a Sasquatch there. I could just feel it. Mm-hmm. So I know that they can, they, and I've seen them in etheric form, because they know if I see them in physical form, I'd pee my pants. So, which I almost did, because I almost did, or I did anyway. But anyhow, yeah, so it, I know it's possible for them to do that and show up in places like Miami or really like anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Because if you teleport, you don't. You can go anywhere. You don't have any restraints. But they're pretty cool. And um, but it, you know, don't limit yourself. I always tell you, go to the imagination. Don't limit yourself. So if you want, if if you feel inclined to open up to Sasquatch, you know, all you can do is is ask the universe. Am I ready to, you know, start interacting with a a super creature that is not a creature as much as it is a totally sentient different form of life that could be an ET type of form mm-hmm. of life. Do you remember the show about Sasquatch and the ETs? Dolly, do you remember that show? It wasn't on for very long, but it was about the Sasquatch being ETs. Mm. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember, remember that. that. Was it when I was a kid? or? Well, I was young, yeah. I don't think a lot of people would remember it. But 
I was fairly young, I think, but it was just fascinating. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Sasquatch. It was a, it was a gift from them, you know, which I wanted to just, you know, kind of share with you guys. Is that you know, they're there? There's a, there's other forms. There's other energies out there, and so, Dolly. Do you want? To, do you have anything that you you want to talk about? And I have to say to you, okay, switching completely. Unless Barb, do you have something you wanted to talk about uh, on that subject and add that subject? Nope, that was it. I'll get the book titles and we can go from there. Terrific. Awesome, awesome huh? I said terrific. Oh, um, I see them, Dolly. I have to say that uh, this last week. I think it's because I've had the sound off on Fox a lot, but the Fox station has been up. That I I see what you say about the uh, White House. They, yes. They, they keep bringing up the White House, and that sucker is empty. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, not only don't I see anything, I don't feel anything. Right. Did right. you Did you tweak on that? Well, I saw. Um I saw a report today, I think from, what's it called? The True Reporter? True Reporter, yes. That um, Jen, Jen Psaki, the, uh, the press secretary, said that um, she slipped and said that Joe Biden's living in Wilmington, Delaware. Or living in Delaware. <laughs> you said well, still. She slipped. She, the first time you said still living in Delaware. Yeah. Still, still, yeah, he hasn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, she, unless it's the real one. Uh but his, the one that they got pretending to be him isn't, it's not any better than he was. Uh, no, that one's running out of gas pretty fast. Yeah, he, that one is in the uh, Washington uh, site, set of, of that show. Now oh, Castle, West Castle Rock. West Wing show. Yeah, yeah Castle Rock Studios. Right. And then Trump is in the the Mar-a-Lago White House. So now you said that Russell said that Trump took Air Force One to Orlando. Orlando? Yeah. He, why would he be on Air Force One? He's not president of the United States. Why wouldn't he? Is he president? You know darn well that I don't accept Biden as president. But Russell actually, actually saw a picture of it? Yeah, he showed me the picture. He said, look what my friend sent me. I said, well, yeah, it's Air Force One. He says, well, it's in Orlando. <laughs> I said, oh, well, okay. <laughs> well, there's a website. It's called um, Monkey Works. Yeah. And he follows, he, I guess it, he's got to be ex-military. And he follows all of the planes throughout the whole country. And he follows Air Force One and all this. So I'd be interested to see from on his website if, um, if that's on there. Because he, um, he was tracking certain things, that, and Air Force One was not in the air. And he was able to, to show that you know Pence wasn't in the air and where's Pence going and stuff like that. So it's he's got an interesting website if you're following that kind of thing. 
I have to look into that, see if see if he had anything on that day, yeah. last Sunday. I mean, Orlando's not that far from him. It's three 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 hours. It was the little one. It wasn't our big beautiful. Oh one. oh, he still got the little one. Yeah yeah, it was our little. Oh, one. you know, maybe he's bought one just like it and painted it to look like Air Force One. Ah <laughs> uh, no, I doubt that. Uh, he's got it. I mean, why does Biden need it? Well, yeah, if he's, in, if he's in Delaware, he doesn't need it. Obviously, he hasn't gone anywhere. Well, did you see him close down the press conference? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> what, do you, Nance, what do you want me to do? Is that do you what want you me? want me to do is answer questions? And then, boop! <laughs> After they show Pelosi sitting there like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Uh, oh. Yeah, I, yeah, well, you know, I mean, like, seriously, this is, this is like such bad television, bad acting, acting everything is bad about it. But the set is falling apart. The yeah, door, it's, yeah. The hidden door is going to fall out any minute. <laughs> and... It, it, oh, it, it's getting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think they're trying to make us crazy, or they're gaslighting us. I think. I think that's the, the term. Russell because they're gaslighting us. Yes. I I have to say that I think he's right, because nothing could be this stupid. No. This could not. I mean, think of the 3D reality. You know, that's like all of this. Uh, threat of, uh, I don't know, China throwing nukes at Taiwan and uh, Russia throwing nukes at us and, I mean, all of this, you know, that, and now you couldn't even take that seriously. No. It's like the whole stage is a comedy. Yep. Kabuki theater. It, it's, it's really bizarre. It is bizarre. And the reason that it I mean, they're doing things that any sane person would go, this is insane. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yet, I said something to Sandy, and it was a known fact. A known, there's no, it's a known fact that happened in front of the world in the Congress of the United States, the House, about the when they changed... You remember when the priest or the reverend got up there and he said, "Amen" and a woman. Oh you, yes. You remember that 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 thing where they had to take out the father, the mother, the aunt, the uncle, or the, you know. And I made reference to it, assuming that she un, she had heard it, and she called me a liar. Jean says, <laughs> "No, I heard I heard Pelosi say that," you know. <laughs> and it was like I just you have Jean with me all the time, you know. They call me a liar, but they, well, when two people come at you, you know, but the, that's the problem is that even though it seems so blatantly in our face for us, I still think that a lot of this stuff is not being seen by the average person. Well, it might be being seen, but it's not processing. Like, they see it, but it's just not, it's not processing inside their brain. To see it, they have to watch Fox. Yeah. And if they're watching Fox, it's being explained. 
Mm-hmm. If they're put, they're not seeing it on MSNBC and CBS and ABC, and they're all, you know, all of those, they're not showing any news. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, seriously. Right now, all over the world, in the Ring of Fire, volcanoes are starting to erupt. Do you people know that? And earthquakes. There's, there was one that just happened on the Pacific. Dolly, there's, there, there's been 13,000 earthquakes a day in Iceland. Oh, geez. I didn't know that. <laughs> Etna in Italy is rumbling. Mount Hood, Mount Rainier, Rainier, Rainier and Shasta. And Shasta. And, and there's another two that are, are belching or on the verge of belching with earthquakes all over the place. Now, I don't want anybody upset about this, you know, because this is, this is, this is where we're at right now, is that most of you don't know that because I kept looking for mm-hmm. it on mainstream media. And then Gene had a, a, a link to somebody who watches this stuff. And they showed pictures of the, the volcanoes. Yeah. Videos, well, you know, little snippets. Why would you look for it on mainstream? Yeah. Seriously? Well, but that's what I'm saying. We, the, the mainstream media is completely collapsed. You know, oh. before they would manipulate what you were seeing, but now they're not even talking about things that could be like, catastrophic it's like they're they're, I don't know that there's anybody running those ships and I feel this do you feel this emptiness in information it's like we don't know right now the age of information is gone we don't know anything we're so used to having it fed to us that when you go out there and you go but why don't I? Why am I not hearing what's happening in mm-hmm. Great Britain? Why don't I know? You have to go to alternative, very small, very you know. You you're not going to see it anywhere. They're just not telling us anything, and for, except oh, wear your masks. It's very very spooky actually. But I, 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 yeah, we're fine, fine with this because this is better than where we were going. You know, right now it's, it, you know, you remember that that ten days of silence, Dolly? I think yeah. it's like you know ten weeks of silence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just don't believe that crap anymore. And when they announced that uh, QAnon is going to attack the Capitol March fourth, oh, yeah. I thought, oh. That'll be the last day they attack it. That was they're not going to announce it. And then old Pelosi says, you, you all can go home. Fly home. Hide. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they are so freaking scared. They are so... Whatever they are at this point in time, they are scared beings. Whatever they are. They're, they're so busy pooping their pants and trying to clean it up, they don't have time to breathe. It, it's crazy. I just sit back and laugh. I, I just nothing serious anymore. You can't because it's just too warped. Yeah. 
I was talking with Michael Henry Dunn about something somebody had said, and, uh, and he said, well, I'd need more proof than that. And I went, I would need more proof than that. And then he says to me, but it's probably true. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> some of the stories that you just wouldn't even buy mm-hmm. into turn out to be true. I'm trying to think. There were so many of them recently that it kind of makes your mind boggle. Oh, I know what it was. That yeah, I got I I gotta I gotta show you guys this one. Uh, let me see. Okay, I need to. Okay, you're gonna love this, boys and girls. This is um from uh, uh what is it? Collective collected collectiveevolution.com. There's a dash between collective dash evolution.com and I, I really like this guy okay and this is an email he, he, he sent here right but here we go world's 10 richest people see wealth increase by half a trillion dollars since the beginning of you know that bug oh I can't go on YouTube COVID <laughs> a recent a recent report by Oxfam is one of the many to explain how the world's wealthiest people have seen their wealth grow substantially since the beginning of the pandemic, while most others have suffered greatly as a result of it. I could read the story, but it's probably, I I mean, that's, that's, that's the, you know, and of course the two pictures here is one is, uh, what's his name, Gates and... The Twitter dude? No, that's the Amazon dude. I don't even like saying their names. But it's a really, it's a, I'll post it in the chat room so you, anybody that wants to take a look at it, you know, it's, it, it, I mean, everything about this thing is so stark raving mad and so in our faces. What is this? How stupid do we? they think we are? Pretty stupid, because they are. Jeez. Yeah, there's there's one. It's interesting because um, I know a lot of people. Well, I know for me, I never had a concept of just you know. I know a million is one with you know six zeros, and I know oh. a bill. You know what I mean? But when you put it in the context of time, so a million seconds is equivalent to twelve days. A billion seconds is thirty-one years. A trillion seconds, get this, a trillion seconds is 31,688 years. Say that number again. So a trillion seconds is 31,688 years. Wow. So if if you look at that in context of going from a millionaire to a billionaire... And from a billionaire to a trillionaire, I mean, there's no way. It's such, it's it's such an exponential leap in the amount of wealth that they have. It's almost mind-boggling. So a half a trillion dollars would be about sixteen thousand years, years. as opposed to a million seconds, which is twelve days. You know, because, the, the, yeah, I mean, I remember when I, I would have a hard time with billion. Mm-hmm. And now we talk about trillions all the time. Like, yeah, you know, it's like it's whatever. Year, yeah. 
But um, anyway, we're coming up on a break here. And welcome back to the Say What Show. It's March 6, 2021. My name's Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard, Barbara White, and Jean Rockefeller. And I don't know. Is Dave, in, is Dave with us, Dolly? Is Dolly with us? I wasn't paying attention. Can you hear me? I can hear hello? you now. Yes. Hello. Oh, okay. Hello. Uh, I had to find the mute. I had to join the two together. Uh, let me see. Well, if you want to, I thought maybe he was around. No, he wasn't. Let me see if he wants to. He says, tell Sam nothing is always true. Nothing is... No, wait, I'm saying it wrong, Sam. Sam asked, hold on, let me get up here. Where is it? Dolly, if you feel up to it, I'd be interested to hear what the angels have to say about the accuracy of the Revelatorium book series. I never heard of them, but Day says, there's some truth and there's some not truth. I know that isn't an answer you want to hear, but he says that's the way it is about everything. There's some truth and there's some not truth. It's okay. Uh, and uh, I really, I can't, I can't do it. I'm still reeling from what you know I am. Uh, so I just, I can't do it tonight because I'm in the wrong frame of mind. And Dave says, no, we're not doing it tonight. We'll do it another night, folks. But things are happening. Just believe things are happening. Have faith in God. Uh, and he's not pussyfooting around about that anymore. He says there is a God, and if you need to have faith in him, and you need to have faith that God has one, and just sit back and send out energies. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. And he might be with you, but he's gone from me. Huh? He's here. Dave. He's serious mm -hmm. about not, not talking. Well, because we ran into a problem in the Cosmic Reality Show. We did? Yeah, because it wouldn't, it, neither of the tape recorders worked. Really? I told you that. You we told me? Yeah, I messaged you. Anyway, what happened was that, okay, when... I'm doing this show, as a matter of fact, let me make sure that the dang thing... Yeah, when, when I was doing this show, I have a recorder that's recording everything that's being said over my computer. Oh, last week's show. Yeah, last week's show. I thought you meant... Oh, never mind. <laughs> so, and that and that's the, the tape I normally go to to, you know, edit and do all that. But the station itself will record. If I tell it a live show I want recorded, it records. And I've never had a problem with it whatsoever. 
In fact, it saved me when I forgot to turn off, turn mine on. So I hadn't turned it on for cosmic reality, which I thought about it. I remember thinking about it. Now, what stopped me from doing it? All that, all that I had to do was push a button. Why didn't I push that button? And it, you know, it's just, it, I, don't, I don't know, but it wasn't on. And so I said, not a problem. And I go over to um, the station. It's online. It's all online. And I pull down the recording, and it starts up. And I thought, my God, why is Jan Shaw on this recording? To make a long story short, and I really it was making me a little more than a little crazy because nothing was making sense. Somehow or another, the live show, Cosmic Reality live show, the station recorded, not that, but a show by one of the Cosmic Creating shows of Jan's. Not once, but twice, because it was a two-hour show. But she still only has an hour, so they, play, they, they recorded it, then recorded it again. What the hell? So, um, yeah, it felt like definitely somebody didn't want that out there. And when I was talking uh, to Derek one night, we got jabbering. And I, I told him about, you know, what had happened. And so he kind of looked at it and he went, oh, it wasn't any." I said, I don't remember anything that we said that was, well, it sounded a little crazy and woo-woo, but it wasn't anything, you know, like, you know, the other stuff that gets you banned, like I did from YouTube, crying out loud. So... It was the dragon. It was the dragon, uh, Dolly. Remember when we were talking about the dragon? Yeah. He said it wasn't the subject, it was the energy of the dragon. Please leave a message. That's not me. <laughs> So, no, it's not you. Yeah. The dragon. On, on cosmic reality. Because Why? we're... What was it? I'm sorry. What was the dragon telling you? It was the dragon energy. We, we were talking about... I'm not even sure how dragon got here, but dra the dragon showed up. You know I've got a dragon's uh, uh, skull. Skull, yes, like a crystal skull. Only it's a dragon skull. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And um, Derek, we had done a show on it in Cos our Sunshine show, and this I had a picture of these dragon. They were, you know, they're carved out of rock, of uh, minerals and stuff, you know. Um, they're carved out, but they're just like the crystal skull type things, only these are dragons. And this one seemed to be staring at me, you know, staring at me. And I just said, oh, i got to get me one of these. And so the next day I get a, a message from Derek about the, um, do you, what do you say? Do you have, are you, are you, are you ready for a guest, a house guest, he said. <laughs> And he shows me a picture of the one he's going to send me. And it was the same one that I had been, like, captivated when I was looking at it on the screen. So it gets here, and it is really awesome energy. 
and there's so there's so much about the dragon that comes and goes and you know I've talked about being in Antarctica and meeting the dragon and the dragon said to me they've got to see the dragons and I didn't know who they were are they humans yeah. are they the other side you know who, who are we talking about here did you figure that out I think it's the humans I do too so I mean it, it, it led to all sorts of truly magical experiences not just for me but for the dragons <laughs> because well, the dragons need to to start interact just like the Sasquatch yeah I keep seeing a, a, a purple dragon yeah the purple dragons here Dolly oh okay no wonder I keep seeing them. There you go. But see, see now, this is a problem because that's what we were talking about. I'm telling you, I'm telling you about the the, you know, the stone one. But this stone one is some kind of like a almost like an anchor draws them in. Mm -hmm. Some something mm -hmm. about that. And yeah, the last time we got the purple dragon, that's when the recordings didn't work. <laughs> so you people that are here, you're very lucky. You might be hearing a one of time deal. Well, the thing, too, is I, I understand this, too, when I sometimes it, it's not that anything is bizarre. It's just that the energies are so different that they tend to knock out like they can they can interfere with electronics, not because something's wrong or something's bad or whatever. It's just the energy is so different. It, it interferes with it. Well, do you have a blue dragon, too? I see a blue dragon. Yep. We have a blue dragon, too, Dolly. Oh, hot damn. I'm not We're having a dragon party. <laughs> I'm gonna send. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send you a picture of. Whoops. I'm gonna send you the picture of what I'm talking about, Dolly. And I will get that up on chat. What? Oh, you're gonna put it up on chat? Okay. Yeah. No, I'm gonna send her the thing so she can go. Oh my God. <laughs> And I'll try to figure out where I've got the picture. Oh. oh, yes, by the way, did you know that Derek's a grandfather? Did you hear that, Dolly? No. Yeah. Is this the little girl? Yeah, this is Willow. <laughs> we talk so much, it's just like crazy. And then uh, my mind has been crazy, so I don't hear everything. And I don't hear everything right. <laughs> well, did you ever, have you ever worked with dragons, either one of you? Have you ever had experiences with them? I took a ride on one, but uh, I can't remember. How I about you, Barb? I into it like uh, Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Barbara, have you, have you had interactions with the dragons? No, the only thing was that I did... Um, Jean's workshop, but I didn't really have an experience. Holy primony, I got it. Sorry, Barb. I got it. I'm done. You weren't supposed to stop talking. I was chewing some crackers. <laughs> 
<sighs> okay. So drag back. So so Barbara says no, she really hasn't in, gotten involved in it, right? Barbara, is that what you said? Right, right. I haven't had any experiences. I'd like to have, but I don't seem to be tuned into them at this point. It is tuning into, you know. It, it, it well, you don't. It's it's kind of like. Okay, so Dolly says, "Holy criminy, I got it." <laughs> <laughs> um. It, it, it's it's actually it's actually you've got to. Yep, yeah, that's the one. That's the that's that's the. She's saying. I think. She, well, she's on the line. I could ask her. Um. It, it's 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 sort of like you have to allow yourself to think about them. We don't think about dragons, right? I mean, it's just not doesn't come up in right. conversation very much. But dragon energy is um, really really nurturing because it it's very much manifested in the very beginning of the story of the biosphere called Earth. They were one of the first things created. And it just gives you such a a feeling of it's 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 all connected and it's been the story's been going on forever and it's gonna go on forever. Yeah? Mm-hmm. No? So I've always well I haven't. I mean it was it was really about sixteen I think I ended up meeting that dragon. And um but I want I want you guys that happen to be, you know, in front of your computers or whatever. If you just take your computer uh, where the chat page is, and if you just scroll all the way down until you don't have any writing over it, okay, you're going to see that behind everything on this website, there is a dragon. You With know? Jack's eyes. With Jack's eyes. I do not know how to get into the chat room that isn't part of the Skype discussion that we're having. How do you get the chat room? I go into. Okay, are you on Cosmic React? Well, I'll just send you. I'll just send you the link, in the Skype, and then you just click on it, and you'll be there. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. It, I did when, post the book titles and the um, authors in the Skype chat room, and you can post it. Okay. Thank you, just, you. You just click on that and to sign in, um, the, the quickest way if you got Facebook is just to say, you go over and you, and you put, you know, start to type and it'll come up and it'll say, you have to sign in. And so at that point, what you can do is you can just hit a face, if you're in Facebook, hit the Facebook thing and it will confirm your identity because this is where we're living. Um, and you can then chat. But before that happens, it comes up with another window saying, invite people to chat, or Facebook friends to chat, and that can confuse the heck out of you, because it's done it to me when I first did it. So just click it, and then whatever it's saying, just go to type, just type, you, you'll be in, no matter what it's saying to you. Um, so that's how you get in. The, uh, the, the okay, so I, I, really want I, I don't even know where I think somebody drew that dragon I don't even know where that dragon picture came from but the eyes in that dragon 
I copied from a picture of Jack, Jean's Jack. And Are you serious? I didn't know that. Oh, you said to me, oh, you didn't know that? No, Cause, cause no, she, I didn't know that. I, she just saw the dragon that's behind the, the chat and all the stuff on top of it. And she said to me, and Jack's eyes, it is Jack's eyes. Wow. I took a photograph of Jack and, and, and took the eyes out. And, I mean, I've done this kind of work for a long time. I have never got it the first time. It was like magic. And I said, oh, that's just so perfect. <laughs> And you didn't, you didn't know. I didn't know I that. You, no, I thought you were. But they looked it. like Jack's. Looks like Jack's eye. Jack's eye. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. That dragon is beautiful. Yes. Yes. So. Hmm. Okay. So how would I? How, so how do you tune into the dragons? Well, everybody has a dragon. You just have to. You know, it's not so much trying as just being open and welcoming. And they'll come. Oh, lovely. Well, I want a blue-green one like that one. Oh, he's gorgeous. He's beautiful. Mm. Anyway. You know, it's funny, too, because they show up it when you least expect them, too. They really do. They show up when you least expect them. Because I actually have one on camera. That was mm -hmm. captured at the farm where Jack is. They caught it on a um, a video camera, and I actually have a picture of it. It's pretty cool looking. Too cool, yeah. Mm -hmm. So dragons, got to see the dragon. Just they 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 were they were one of Guy's first creations, and they were really here to protect us. So when the dark side came in, in this storyline, um, they essentially killed the dragons within the 3D. They killed their bodies, but not, you can't kill a dragon. They're an etheric being of celestial portions. So now they're, and you know, they're so, they're so good at this, you know. The more, and I understand it. The more people believe in them, the more... Energy goes to creating those 3D versions of themselves. Mm -hmm. So, and anybody who doesn't know Jean, Jack is her horse, <laughs> the Watcher. Jack the Watcher. He's an unbelievable character. Um, talk about celestial being, you mm -hmm. know. But, um, yes, thegaiaconnection.com. If you want to le learn more about Jack and, and get some of the messaging that the dude has put out over the years, I mean, it's it's pretty impressive. And uh, you can do, you, you get with Gene if you want to know what Gene does in personal sessions uh, for animals and for people. Correct. Are you going to post the pics of the dragon in the, in the chat room with the folks? Well, yeah, well... Um, I, I, it's in my phone, see, and... Oh, oh, I, okay, it's in her phone. And I can't get it out. Okay, Jean's going to try it, because Jean, somehow or another, magically got me one, one, she sent one from my phone to my email. Oh, I got to put the thing Well, on. you know, the thing that Dra Dragon teaches you, it's, it's about trust, and it, it's really about that anything is possible. 
And, you know, nowadays a lot of people just feel, they feel very stifled, they feel out of control, they feel like, you know, you know, everything is just kind of happening around them and they don't really have any um, participation in that. It just, it's, you know, it just seems like things are on autopilot. So, you know, working with beings like dragons or, or any kind of spirit animal just helps to give you the understanding that you really do have a grasp on and can alchemize your own reality. You don't have to necessarily just sit back and take a back seat to whatever's happening, that you can actually get in the driver's seat and be an active participant in co-creating the life that you really want. And your thoughts really do create your reality. And your actions and your words and your deeds, you know, it's all it's all part of that. So, um, Jean's trying to get this over to the, so I can put it up in the emails. Might take a day or two. I think I should have paid attention to when it got there. <laughs> anyway, so what else is happening? Dolly, is there, again, I'll say to you, do you have something that you wanted to bring up? No, I was hoping you had some. You and Jean had some. Well, we actually do, if you, if you, if, because... When I had that um, email up from uh, Cosmic Consciousness or whatever it is, what is it? I forget what it called. Anyway, it's uh, a new Lancet article suggests, no, that one, we don't want to talk about that one. Psychokinetic documented by the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency. Right. So I'm going to go read the story. It's about mm, confirmation of psychic abilities. Nina, how would you pronounce that? Kulagina. Well, that's good. A real psychokinetic documented by the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency. And if you don't know what that is, it's big and it's an asking. A declassified DIA report from 72 provides a plethora of information from then Soviet Union regarding studies and people with paranormal abilities. One of them was Nina, who could use her mind to interact with matter. Oh, I remember her. I actually, I think I actually saw her on like 60 Minutes, like way back in the 70s. Um, psychokinesis means that you can actually move objects with your mind, right? Yes. Yeah, I remember seeing that. that she, yeah, I kind of. Re- I wonder if it was her though. It could have been somebody else, but I remember seeing that like on a sixty-minute thing. It's pretty crazy, because back then, I mean, that was like, you know, P.T. Barnum stuff. Okay, so they're just basically telling us about the fact that they were studying in the U.S. Army and stuff, uh, paranormal. Uh, intelligence, history, government agencies, NSA. We know all this. They've been doing it. They've been doing it. What's her gift here? Uh, examples. Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. You want to read it? Oh, read what it? happened? Nina was a citizen of the former Soviet Union. She apparently demonstrated psychokinetic influence on physical objects and caused quite a stir at the time. In 1968, Western researchers attending a conference were shown a video of her in action. So it probably was her. Mm-hmm. There were a number of documents one can find within the CIA's 
electronic reading room that document her abilities and show a high level of interest in them. According to the Russian, according to the Russians, uh, Nina had been studied by 40 prominent scientists, including two Nobel laureates. Studies of the electrical fields around her body, as well as the electrical potentials in her brain and more, were conducted by well-known physiologist Dr. Oh, Sergevi, Sergevi, who was working in a Leningrad military laboratory. Exceptionally strong voltages and other unusual effects were observed. And then it goes into him. So again, I'm going to... Uh, it's long. I bet it's got a lot of neat stuff in it. Concluding well, it does. It has a lot of specificities about exactly. what the, the readings that they had, um, that they took when she was doing her work, what happened to her body, um, you know, what, what it means. Like during her pulse her, rises to 240 beats per minute yeah. and an activation of levels of the occipital lobe and reticular formation, which enhances the polarization in the brain between the front and back. So there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of specificity in there, which is really pretty interesting. Okay, so what did they, some, some, well, it, we know it's true. Yeah, but it was interesting that they actually took the readings and were able to document yeah, you know, well, the yeah. the way they did. All of this stuff, they know it, you know, they just don't want us to know it. Because what was the difference between her and us's, <laughs> you know? Probably just that, well, you know, I'll tell you, this was fascinating to me because Toronto University up in Canada had a mm, I guess it was a research project on people who are known to be psychic every one of those people had had an electric shock before the age of 10 like struck by lightning or some, something mostly, like that? Mostly off of electric devices and things in the wall and stuff. Oh, Just really? Regular, regular stuff like that. That sounds kind of benign, though. Uh, yeah, but that's all it took, mm -hmm. right? But the guy that was the most talented, let's say, um, he said, mm, I don't remember anything like that. But they questioned his mother, and she had had an electrical shock when she was carrying him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's it's like you don't know. Well, and then uh, what's his name? The guy that got hit by lightning. I think like three times, maybe four. Uh, Damien. Damien, yes, Damien. Brinkley. Thank you, Dolly. Oh my gosh, Dolly, that's a home run. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I can't believe I got it. <laughs> I'm impressed. I am too. <laughs> but he, I mean, he, he got hit with weird stuff like he was laying in bed in a brass bed and his arm was on the metal and the electricity came through the window and zip and now he sees all sorts of things. Oh my gosh. And, and three more, was it three or four, uh, it was four altogether or three altogether? Dolly, do you remember? For Damien. For Damien. I think he did. I was I was telling you what I thought, but I was on mute. Um, I think he did three, unless there was a fourth one since the last I heard. 
Well, I remember the one it came up the phone. He was on the phone. I thought that was his first one. Maybe that was yeah, maybe second. maybe because I I get it mixed up in my head, you know. But he's pretty impressive. So, have you ever been, you know, had something like that happen? Get no, electrocuted? No. Did Not, you? Oh yeah, all the time. Really? Yeah, the electric fence at the because they they use electric fence to keep the oh to not only keep oh, the horses oh, oh, in no, you're right but to yeah. prevent them from like scooting under the fence and stuff like that and i've 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 been zapped quite a few times no i did because it, it's interesting because the, the last time i was zapped and i don't know what the voltage is for the fence but um i mean obviously it's, well, it's not, not enough it's not enough to supposedly kill you no, but i know somebody's no, cat that got killed with one. Oh, well if they get stuck close to it yeah it, it but it, it's interesting cuz after i got zapped i just had this incredible feeling of peace it was just amazing huh. it was just it just incre- and it lasted for like 20 minutes it was absolutely i'd do it again if i knew i could get that reaction cuz it does hurt <laughs> when he gets zapped, it does, it does hurt. You're laughing, darling. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not me. I'm sorry. No, but why are you laughing? Did this happen to you? Did you ever get jolted? No, that she would, she would want to do it so bad. She'd oh. do it again if she if it didn't hurt so bad. <laughs> and I knew I could get that. I could knew I I knew I could get that same sense of peace because it, it yeah. was really just. I just remember I looking around that. thinking, my goodness, this is just an amazing... How long did it last? About 20 minutes. Really? Yeah. Huh. I love it. I understand what you're saying completely. I didn't get zapped to get it. I just had to die to do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, to get zapped? That's so funny. <laughs> I love that you experienced that. I mean, I'm sorry you got zapped by electricity well it was my own stupid fault it's not you know because i know which ones are because they're you know i I knew that it was i knew the fence was on it just happened it because you're kind of struggling because it's on like this you have to pull it across and uh, over the gate and then it kind of clips in and you're you're kind of doing it because it it's bending like it's a wire so it's like bending and you're trying so not you're to trying touch to, but it. it's live it's live and you're trying not to touch it and then it just like touched me and you're like you know it's like oh shit I didn't want that to happen and then you're just trying well, when, to, when I had the well, German when I had German shepherds five of them I did use the because they could jump a three foot mm-hmm. fence with no problem whatsoever four foot I don't need four foot fence not no problem whatsoever. But I did put it on the um, on the top of the fence, you mm-hmm. know, in the back of the shed. Mm-hmm. But what I noticed was that they were so smart that only they only had to get hit once, and they didn't want to get near it, right? But so I disconnected it. But every once in a while, I'd go over and I'd go, "Oh crap! Oh oh oh!" And they'd all look at me, you know, and they, "Oh yeah, oh it's still on," you know. <laughs> well, my neighbors well, had one of those those invisible fences, uh-huh. and their dog. And I don't know how these work, but I don't know, because this dog was old, so I don't know if she was just, you know, or she had way too much fat around. I don't know. But she figured out that once she crossed that line, she, she was, was free. She was free. There was no more Yeah. Zapping. So I don't know. I, I think, I, I know there's like an increase in, in something until they hit the line. And I guess 
the way this fen- this was like 20 years ago, so maybe the technology is different now. But she finally figured out that like she just gets a little zap, and then that's it. She's free to go. And she was full of peace. Yeah. <laughs> one would think. Yeah, one would think. <laughs> what were you well, saying, Don? I would like to hear how Barb feels when she would go to the ships. How did that feel? Oh. What? You know, I have such bad recall of my dreams. Mm. I'm there. I have lots of, you know, I wake up in the morning. I know I've been there. I have some vague memories, but they do not stay with me. Um, I can relate to that. Yeah. I can relate to that because I had something happen. I said, Nancy, pay attention because I'm not going to remember this. And neither did I. (laughs) But I've been zapped by electricity before. We had something in the basement, and every time you pull the chain to, you know, turn on the light, you get it. Oh, wow. And I had horses with electric fences, and I was zapped many times. And when I was little, there was this empty light socket above the sink. And why would you? I mean, you have to crawl up on the sink to get to it. My mother said, never stick your finger in there. Well, of course. (laughs) That's an open invitation. Absolutely. I got the chair and I crawled up on the sink and I stuck my finger in there. And um, so (laughs) I've certainly had my share of electrocutions. Not like Daniel. Uh, you know, Daniel, he, he's got the real stuff with the lightning. That that had to be pretty remarkable. And, of course, he died with several of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One, one, of the, one of the funniest stories my mother told me was about my brother Mark because he was one of these kids that, you know, he was always testing things. Mm-hmm. And my father had an electric shaver, and they he had the cord in the wall in the socket but it was hanging down and not in the razor you know that Mm -hmm. type of thing and my mother's in the bathroom and the little kid comes in and he says what would happen if I put that in my mouth now why would you think that (laughs) you know and and my mother being you know a a bit of a comedian said why don't you just do that oh my god she said that he she said she was you know why don't you see, I think is what she said. And she was just kidding, you know. She she didn't think that he would react that fast. And she, she was, was like, she, she's confessing that she electric, almost electrocuted her kid, you know. Uh, oh, my gosh. God so. rest her soul. <laughs> yeah, but That's my brother is pretty, you know, psychic in a lot of ways. He doesn't understand, you know, but. He sees uh, Native Americans all over the place. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay, um, Barbara, I, uh, all of us, because Jean and I were talking that really I met you through your sister Linda, but I met Linda through Jean. How are they doing, and what was the final, you know, uptake of that situation with the fire? With the fire? of the Yeah, of their uh, boat. Oh, I have asked Linda, did you hear anything more? And she said no. Wow. But, you know, that kind of thing, if it was, you know, like 
suiciding doctors and stuff, you know, with six bullets in their heads, those kinds of things. You don't hear all the, you know, you don't hear any details. And of course, I shared before and instantly, just like Sasquatch popped into my mind before you even said it, my first thought was DEWs. And, you know, so really? you never, Yeah. What we're talking about is that her sister Linda had sold uh, a boat to this guy. And what, within a few days, right? There right. was a massive fire in the marina and the um, boat itself Every, burned. Everything in the whole marina burned? Yeah, the whole marina blew up. Wow. And where was like, this? It was in Michigan. Oh it was in gosh. an exclusive arena in Michigan, and I thought, you know, who, who's getting, who's getting punished? Just like Texas, you know, supposedly got punished for being a red state, you know, with the cold weather. Wow. I, when and that's where Linda, you know, Linda is in Texas right now. And oh, she was, is. Yeah, it was five degrees, and they had no electricity, and then. On her phone in the morning, uh, it was minus four down there in Austin. Oh my gosh! I know, thousands of water pipes broken. You know, just all kinds of you know trees, everything, vegetation. They've had incredible devastation. No, did yeah, but uh, Nancy said it was only the Trumpers. It was only the. The yeah, I had I had listened to a podcast where they were um, a woman a woman was on, and she lived in um, crap. I can't remember where she lived. I think she lived outside of Dallas, I think. And in her neighborhood, um, they they gave her they gave a warning like a, a few days or a week before the before the storm hit, and the power went out even before the storm hit hit, and. Um, she, surprise, surprise. yeah, and she started to pay attention um, because not every house went out. You figure if the power goes out, it's going to go out everywhere, right? Every house is going to lose power, but it wasn't like that. It was, you know, two houses would not have power, and then another house would, and then a couple more wouldn't, and a couple more would. And um, when she she called the, I don't know if it was her neighbor or somebody somebody that she knew called. The, the power company, they said that they're, they've determined who's critical, who's considered critical, and their power is being maintained. So, you know, how do you determine from a power company who's critical and who's not critical? What, what's the parameters that they're using to, to decide this? And she said the other thing that she noticed was that um, if you had a Biden-Harris sign out in front of your house, your power was on. <laughs> well, Linda sent a picture, and uh, the downtown area had uh, the downtown area was all lit up like a Christmas tree, right. and all neighborhoods all around were totally dark. So I don't know about I don't know. She didn't she didn't see that or experience that, and it may be true, but she hasn't mentioned that. Now, where is she in Texas? She's just outside of Austin in um, Georgetown. Okay. I think this lady was outside of Dallas, but I'm not positive. 
But it was interesting to hear her say that. Yeah, really. Yeah, that was that. That was nasty. <laughs> yeah. And um, okay, so. And I saw a thing today on uh, well, while I was sitting here on the show, it goes across the bottom of the TV. Said that uh, more people are accepting the vaccines now. I don't know who's more, but I wish they wouldn't. Their decision, their choice. What was interesting is... I know locally. I mean, there's nobody locally that I know who is not getting it. And that is the conversation of every group. I mean, I attend a lot of Zoom groups and meetings and stuff, and... That is the conversation, how they got it, how long before they get their second one, what they went through to get, I mean, it's just constant. And of course, they know I'm not getting it. And my sisters are the only other two people besides you guys. I mean, I don't know anybody who's not getting it. Well, I don't know. If they're listening to cosmic reality, they shouldn't get it and they probably won't get it. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, there's just too much evidence out there from so many different places that this is a ticking bomb. One, uh, one, yeah. per, one person called it a, uh, Russian, a game of Russian roulette, Dr. Shirley Tenpenny. Because, oh, it, because the first... Oh, what? you know, Dr. Henpenny. <laughs> no, no, it's Tenpenny. Oh, Henpenny. Oh, yeah. dear. Andy, the, not Linda. She's she's uh, really been out against vaccinations for a long time, and she is a certified doctor, and she, you know, came out and, and has done websites, vaccination you, like university, but back vaccination you, I think it's a dot com, um, an immense amount of information on just, not you know it's not every vaccination. But there are vaccinations that just don't even make sense. So the, that's what the same thing with Robert Kennedy, you know, Jr. That he's not anti-vaccination across the board. It's the stuff they're putting in these things, and what they're doing, and you know, there's so much complexity in it. But she made it really simple. You know, the first one might not get you, but the second one, well, you know, and she absolutely explains why it. Is, does, is maybe it wasn't designed to do, but it certainly is going to do, uh, attack the immune system. So you might not see, you know, the real impact of it for four months or four years. But it's going to happen. Unless we use our spiritual gifts of being able to deprogram evil. And this is evil. What, they, what they're doing out there is just outright evil. Well, it's sad, too, that people are they're being forced to keep their job or get the vaccine. Now, that's sad that they're being... I've heard of that. I've heard of nurses and people that work in hospitals. They, well, they, didn't you just say, me, say to me, Canada, you needed a passport a covid passport no in new york city you need new a york pass- city yeah you need a you need a covid pass passport to get into like um if you want to go to a rangers game or you mm. know anything like that they i think they just rolled that out a couple of days ago 
You're never going to be able to go to another sports event, Dolly. <laughs> oh, no. I'm heartbroken. <laughs> oh, so, Barbara, what else is happening to your neighborhood? What do you see? Because I, I love when Barbara comes on because she sees a different part of the country mm -hmm. and gets a different view. What, what, what's out there? Are they mostly taking the vaccination? And, and Oh, it's what you said. They're talking about it. Yes, I got mine and da-da-da-da. And do you hear anybody? Is there any reservations by anybody? Not a soul besides my sisters and the guy that makes the machines that we're not allowed to talk about, you know, the Tesla lights. He and his yeah. wife are the ones that introduced me to the rabbit hole years ago. I mean, I read, I think I told you this, I read The Captains and the Kings by Taylor Caldwell back in 75. And that's when I knew something was up, but I didn't know where to go to get the information. And then, of course, we got the Internet, which is great. But um, I do not know any person locally here. I mean, all my friends here, uh, they've all swallowed the pill. My sister says they've, they've drunk the colored water. Anyway, that's what our nieces and nephews and relatives say of us. We drink <laughs> yes, they do. You know. Anyway, I don't know a soul. There were... Two people. There's a guy next door. He still has his Trump sign up. And uh, he has, you know, the Constitution sign up. And there was a, there's a guy down the street, and he has the where we go, when we go all little tiny flag hanging off a little flagpole off the side of his house. But um, very little. I mean, I, like I said, I don't know his soul. And, of course, they're all just, it's all still, still. Trump hate, just mm. hate speech constantly, constantly. I just feel, you know, I keep thinking, how how much longer am I going to put up with this? I mean, these are wonderful women. They are good people. There is never any gossip when one of us is not there. I mean, they are good through and through, good souls. But they have, in my holy, humble opinion swallowed the Kool-Aid because they are totally, totally, totally convinced. You know, I keep reading these articles and it's just right along the lines of what you talk about all the time. And you know how we will only take in facts that support our beliefs. Mm, and yeah. so I, you know, you're talking about how blatant some of this stuff is and how people absolutely cannot see it they cannot see it i was saying to my friend we walk almost every day and you know she's gotten her second shot she's all excited about it and um i said well you know what is this where people are being allowed into the borders and they're not being tested and they don't have masks and they're you know we don't know what's going on why is that if we're so afraid of the bug well, nobody has any answer about that. Well, they're going to, you know, they need help. They're refugees. Well, you know, I don't know. Some people... It doesn't kinda, matter what I, you tell them. Yeah, you right. Know, or what and kind I of said, proof. Right. I said to them, you know, so I'm really concerned, all right, about our constitutional rights. I said, why are so many people being taken off? They're being knocked out of the the media. 
you know, they're not allowed on Facebook, they're not allowed on Twitter, YouTube. I mean, everybody, so many people are being taken down. Well, they're a threat to the country. Okay, I was taken down. Well, the, 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 the station's still up, okay? But they took me down for, they gave me the first strike on uh, a 218 video. The second strike came for one from last year, in this time in 2020. And it's they sent me an email telling me that because of these two strikes, that I wouldn't be able to post. They didn't take it down, but I can't post or do anything with it um, for three weeks. And then I go on to the to the website and no, it's three months. 90 days. So, those two from way back when. Oh, you know, I mean, it's, it's insane what they're doing. Yes, it is. And, um, you know, I just read a cool quote this morning that said, when you cut out a man's tongue, you don't prove him to be a liar. It shows that you're afraid of what he's going to say. Oh, I and like I, that. That's quite like profound. It I, yeah, it really, it's just perfect. So, I don't know. I mean, we just got to keep visualizing the world we want because... Well, I feel, I feel that more and more people are coming to, you know, they're waking up. Because well, too many, too so. many, we have... We have well, you're not seeing it because the people that are waking up aren't engaging in the hate. They're not vocal. You know, there's no point in, in trying to say, you people don't know what you're talking about. Let me educate you. They don't want to hear it. They're completely mind-controlled. Right. You know, and they it's not their fault, you right. know, in that, uh, you know, they just happen to be in a electromagnetic frequency that makes them sub, sub, makes them submissive no uh, susceptible, oh, susceptible. susceptible to electromagnetic intrusion and you know if you just look at it, 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 it they don't go from oh please don't talk about that you know they go womb into a rage mm -hmm. it's like it's triggered and that's because their phones, their very phones, okay, have apps in them, which they're not supposed to be. They know they were in there. They were, they were supposed to be taken out, but God only knows if they were. And they read your emotional response because why? Because it's electromagnetic. You get emotional, you're throwing out, just like we just read, you know, that this woman is a psychic and she's putting out all this energy. Well, the same thing happens to anybody that gets emotional. You're putting out a lot of energy. And so they would, these little devices, what it does is it reads when you get into a state of, of rage, okay, or anger. And they just keep feeding that so that, but they have to have a trigger. And in this case, the trigger is Trump. And it just, everybody just goes from, you know, okay to boom, into a complete rage. And I know of no other subject that I've ever seen that do to person after person after person. 
If that's not manipulation of electromagnetic energy, you know, and Jan Shaw asked me the last time we were on together, you know, what do you think it makes a difference? And I got this vision of a, of a, of a crystal inside my chest that's vibrating so that these things can't get through. It's like jamming those signals. And I think it was more of a symbolic representation that our body structures are changed enough to the 3D that we're jamming them. Now, it could be the shungite. Most of the people that are listening to me are on shungite, have shungite around them. But it just could be just the way we are as, you know, human beings, that our sort of, chem it's not chemistry, it's our electromagnetic fields are just sort of protected because of the structure of our 3D bodies that I think are going more into what I would call a crystalline in that not not like mineral crystalline it's like it's getting cohesive it's getting stable you feel more solid. together and yeah. solid and grounded mm -hmm. You know, and those people are the ones that, you know, it's hard to get through those defenses because it's, I used to be an electronic warfare officer. We were always jamming signals. We were always trying to figure out how to get out of a signal that's being jammed. And there isn't. If they got your frequency, it's, it's going to happen. It's just science. So I look at these people and I say, well, what's, what, how do we make a difference? And I go right back to what I said to all along is we make a difference by the way that we think and the reality that we're bringing into, you know, the fourth world is done. We're going into a fifth world, Hopi prophecy, blue star Kachina that fell on the Shungite field in February 21st of 2020. We are coming to the end of the show here. Um, I'm going to let Barbara say goodnight because yeah. she always takes the longest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding okay. on you. I'm kidding uh, on you. I night but i do have a quick question can we okay. we've got three minutes right yeah okay i want to know if you guys are having things come and go and i have a big keyboard that's detached from my computer it's big and two days ago i'm looking all over you know i'm looking in front of the computer i'm looking behind the computer i'm looking all over the kitchen the desk was empty right I must have looked two or three times. Okay, so you looked for the dang thing. And did you find it? <laughs> it was right there. That's oh. a timeline change. That's Those a timeline change. Okay, it happens with keys and all kinds of little yep. things. It's timelines. Yep. It's timeline changing. Mm -hmm. well, that's what I wanted to know because I thought, am I making this up? No. No, and if you pay attention to those kinds of things, you'll, you'll, you'll just like what happened with you, you'll lose something. And, like, I couldn't find my barn boots. And I always leave, when I when I pull into my garage, I take my boots off, I put my Crocs on, my inside Crocs, and I go into the house. And I could not find my barn boots. And I asked my husband, I asked my daughter, like, did you move my barn boots? No, 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 no. Well, I found them out on the, on the front porch, which I would have never, I don't go in the front, I don't go in through the front door or anything. So it was a really bizarre place to even find them. So I know when those bizarre things happening that we've, we're, we're experiencing a timeline change. And now they're happening frequently. They could even happen a couple times a day. Yeah. Which really drives you crazy. 
<laughs> so just know if you if you lose something, don't don't get all bent out of shape about it. It'll it'll turn up. Dolly, you want to say good night to everybody? Good night to everybody. Good night. <laughs> um, I want to thank Gene for you know being on so many shows and then we lost the one tape. But thanks, Gene. I've had so much fun with me you, too. and we've well, had just a, we've had a really good time thanks here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I appreciate you all. Be safe, and I am trying to get things up on uh, Rumble and oh, I don't know what the other Bitshoot, and but they're all in the archives. Go to the archives. Go to the podcast. We're not going to go anywhere. And remember, you can chat all all week long. Just you know, in there. We don't have to have live shows because we all love you. Be safe, everybody. Thank you. Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong.